Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Warning, the following program is the officially sanctioned podcast where three friends talk about the show about four friends who compete to embarrass each who other. To embarrass who each compete other. to embarrass each other. Welcome to the official Impractical Jokers podcast. I'm Casey Jost. I'm James McCarthy. I'm Shay. And we are going to break down this episode, which I think we all learned so much about the female body in this episode that I, you know, (laughs) just so much more than I thought. I thought I knew some stuff, but wow. I think I learned a little. Being a female, I learned a little as well. Yeah. What's that like, Shay? Did you you think he nailed it? He did. I mean, the, the, the boob part. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) The jokers were adamant about the costuming with that. They were like, make sure it looks like there was a place where boobs should go, where boobs don't go anymore. (laughs) Right. You know, it's funny. It's like, you know how sometimes the guys say these like things that are like, this is a punishment we've been trying to do since season one. Like, Uh that's not this. But James and I and and, like the other producers, like this is a punishment we've been wanting to do (laughs) for like two seasons. Yeah, this was the one case a couple of weeks ago. I said, this is one we we're most excited about in pre-pro. Slim, good body. Well, this was one we wanted to do before COVID. And it was, you know, at the start of season nine, when we jumped back in it in like 2019, we we're like pumped about this idea. We we're getting ready to go. And then obviously everything shut down in March. And uh, it, it was fun to finally get to see it come to life in this punishment. Yeah, I'll say this. Joe's hard to punish for a lot of reasons. But one of the main reasons is like, when Joe's not being punished, he's like the quarterback of the show and he's making mm-hmm. sure we do everything right for the person who is punished. So yep. when Joe is out, you, you know, you lose your quarterback. So and he can't know about this punishment like or any of the punishments. So we have to rely on like, you know, Q and Sal, the sort of like quarterback and, and murmurs. Murr's a pretty good fill in. Um, but he was doing wedding planning and stuff at that time. It was. Yeah. yeah so that's yeah. why he was like a little bit right. off. Yeah. But, you know, it's different because they're, they're, you know, you're kind of getting ideas from multiple people, whereas like Joe will just take the ball and run. So he's I guess he's not only a quarter. He's a quarterback that also runs to the end zone. Yeah, he's like a, a Michael Vick, if you yeah. will. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I like that one. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, but, OK, Michael Vick has done a lot <laughs> for dogs. I know what you're all thinking. Let's get it out of there. I know, I know. <laughs> since then, I have since, to pull some punches. Since he, uh, you know, horrible thing he did, spent his time, did his time in prison. And now now he's doing a lot for dogs and animal <laughs> safety and getting the word out there that you shouldn't do this. So in a lot of ways, you know, I think it is the apt it's a uh, redemption. Comparison. It's a redemption story. <laughs> it is. So yeah. Yeah. No, Vic's, so, Vic's great now. <laughs> okay. And, Thank uh, you for cleaning that up, Carson. <laughs> yeah. <thank> hey, you. <laughs> I believe in redemption stories. This is America, guys. What a side tangent. I love it. Uh, but but he's, what, the most, going back to- yeah, he's, the, he's the guy, he's the quarterback that would take it on his own, right? He's the fastest quarterback ever. I think you're uh, right. I mean, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even look, this is not, this is not my wheelhouse for references. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, no, I hear what you're saying. But I'll say this. Joe Gatto didn't know anything about this punishment. Obviously, it's his punishment. Tried to get it out of us so badly. He's a punishment savant. He could figure something out. He smells it. <laughs> yeah, and every now and then, he'll try to get, like, find someone that might tell him. Like, we got a, a new uh, comedy producer's assistant. Tina was in the room. And so Tina, he's like, so Tina, what's the punishment? And, like, see if he can get her to crack. Yeah. <laughs> like, knowing it's a surprise for him. And she's like, ah. Well, and like looking at me and I'm like, no, 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 don't say anything. Uh, and she's like, but he's the boss. I'm like, yeah, you can't tell him. <laughs> the other three are also the boss. Uh, and they're not here, but they'll kill us. So yeah, it, it's funny. And he knows that too. It's all, all just BSing. But yeah, really wanted to know what it was. And then it. I'm so happy he didn't. He ended up in this ridiculous costume during this ridiculous presentation. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're, we're talking too much about this punishment. We should probably go back to what we have more. I have so much more to talk about with this punishment, you know? our baby i guess like we we wanted this for so long so we'll we'll talk more about that later but well, we could jump back in the beginning of the episode here we go love a challenge like this i've always loved one that's like where pick one of us you know we both have to say something the other person says but then the mark has to pick which one of us you know should go on or whatever i love that because it's a direct way of like who's better yeah yeah this is a it's such a fun one and i will say the mark of the episode is definitely in here, but they're all great marks. Okay. I think I know. I think I know who you got. Yeah. I think so. Well, you're between two. I, I have to, I have a personal connection to one of these marks. I had to vote for one. Oh, wow. Tell us about that. So yeah, the first mark, Derek is, first of all, this guy's a heavyweight boxer. Did you know that? Wow. wow. This guy was like, like, like fought in the garden, fought in Vegas. He's like a real deal heavyweight boxer, but he went to Boston College with my cousin Mary Kate, and so like <laughs> I know him, uh, like I know his wife and everything. But like I haven't seen him in probably fifteen years, like since my cousin like graduated college. Uh, like I saw him like a little bit like when they first graduated, but not since then. But like because he was a heavyweight boxer, like obviously like, I remembered him. I don't think he remembers me at all, <laughs> you know. But like he was like this big brolic dude that I was like, holy shit, this guy's awesome. So like this guy, Derek is like a guy I just remember. Then I saw him in this challenge. I was like, oh shit, like this is Derek. So I was watching this yesterday. I like texted my cousin, Mary Kate. I'm like, oh, Derek's on a practical joker. She had no idea. Like it's, uh, it's crazy. Yeah. So this is my mark of the episode because basically a, an old connection, but yeah. Yeah. That's pretty And cool. he was great. And he was unbelievable. Just such a him vibing with Joe. Yeah. That moment. Where Spine, he was just dying yeah. laughing at everything that they're saying. Uh, but yeah, that's why I'm giving Derek uh, the mark of the episode. Wow. So shout out to uh, Derek Rossi, who, according to Wikipedia, I didn't know this, but I had to look it up. His nickname is the Shaolin Fist. Wow. Which is Staten Island. Shaolin. Yeah. And it, according to this, he didn't grow up in Staten Island. So sorry. Case, but <laughs> okay. Interesting. Suffolk County. I guess yeah. maybe I still have, I'm still in the running for being the Shaolin fist, I guess. <laughs> that could be you. I'm the Shaolin fisted. <laughs> oh, also there's a reference in here early where they mentioned the core four, yeah. which is a reference to your old sketch team beige, which the original writers on four. that sketch team were the, were the core four. Yeah, and I, and we directly stole that from the New York Yankees. <laughs> they yeah. called like Jeter, Mariano, Posada, and Pettit the core four. So yeah, we took it. I didn't so know that. I <laughs> see. I didn't know that. A lot of sports reference. You don't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's all uh, in my head. I was like, it's from a sketch team. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else no, is yeah. like, no, no, I stole it from the Yanks. But yeah, the uh, the core four there that Joe talks about. You know, you do describe things differently to your good friends than you would uh, to you know just the general population. Prince Herb feeds this thing to Joe, which is he slipped in a coffin 
And he had this nice save with like, it smelled like mahogany, like barbecue, yeah, yeah. you know, which is like a really, <laughs> oh my God, ahead of, you know, he's playing for keeps. I mean, I love this game. And you're right. Like you're saying, anytime the guys write it for each other, it's one of my favorite ones watching them try to hold it together. But I just thought the marks in this one, they were really like all through COVID. I think we've had people that are just like desperate to talk to people and like enjoy like interacting with people outside their household. Yeah. They're like laughing along with it. They're like going with it. And also the marks are in the position of power here. Right. Yeah. Because they're running the group and they're like, all right, these people are crazy, but whatever. Um, and I think uh shout out to our producer, Cole Weber, uh, for being hilarious in, in every throughout the whole challenge. But anytime he needs to pull the mark out of the rooms, he's doing this little dance, holding up the little cards, being like, okay, who he's, would you rather pick? He was in rare form. He was really weird in a really funny way. I think that I think the fame's going to his head. <laughs> For sure. He was sure was like acting up a storm. You could really see the process. Like yeah. you could tell the guys were like, make it dramatic, like it's a like it's a survivor show, but we didn't like edit it that way. So he's yeah. like so which one <laughs> he's like holding up both oh for sure shay you were on set for this right they were giving yes. him shit about what he was doing right yes, like 100%. about how he, he was presenting it to the people like they like as casey was saying he was going a little too hard <laughs> <laughs> i love it yeah I, I live for those moments yeah and it, it didn't make the edit uh because you know he had to cut cut it down but like they were just like by the last one you can kind of you can kind of see it in there they were like Cole, like really start like dancing around like showing her like which one because they're just like making him ham it up even more than he was already doing so you can kind of see it in there at the end but yeah this is kind of cold on, on an everyday basis like really this is the Cole, real call yeah i oh my gosh shooting the movie he was always in my like hotel room because we would just always hang out together i have pictures i wish i could like post and show i don't like this is that's cold all day every day <laughs> that's really good so I also like these. I love when slogans like this will eliminate your clinical back depression or your money back or it won't give you ringworm. Like these are classic, like, you know, first idea slogans because it's like it's true, right? It won't give you ringworm. It's true, right? <laughs> yeah. You want to put that out there. It's so great. Like the, uh, the food and drug parodies. So many drug commercials on TV. I bet you like it's like it's probably like like, you know, people who actually like have to write um, slogans like copywriters and stuff. Yeah. They probably like get pitched that from family members all the time. Like, why don't you just <laughs> say it doesn't give you ringworm? <laughs> uh, that's so funny. Cause that's what happens to us all the time. Right. Family members yeah. always pitching us ideas for shows. I wonder if that happens to the, the copywriters for food and drug commercials. Yeah. Shay or case what's like the, you have to say who it was. What was the best worst idea you've gotten pitched from a friend or a family member? That's just like, you know what you got to get the guys to do on the show? Can you think of any right now? Yeah. So I definitely have had family members be like, um, you got to have the guys come down to my office. Yes. <laughs> like that's always yeah. to me so funny because it's like, what is that? What do you mean? What do you want that person to do? Like, what's the like? They're like, you got to film in my office. What happens in my office is crazy. <laughs> yeah, man. Same thing. But also in the sense that it's like, hey, you know, Vito. Well, Vito's got a sandwich shop and it, it, he could use the help with business. You know, you know, and it's like, it's like, I don't know. I kind of know Vito. It's like, yeah, but you know, he'll, whatever the guys could work behind the, the counter, they could, you know, do the thing with the sandwiches. Say you're going to serve a fart sandwich, you know, it'll be funny. Right. And, you know, help Vito with the business. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, I, I don't know if that's what the guys are looking to do. Oh, y'all are lucky. I get business ones. I get, oh, I should be the fifth joker. You know, I'm funny too. Right. I get those all the time. That's a good one. I love those. I yeah, I love I get, 
My mom has this idea that I shouldn't even pitch because it is somewhat good, but she won't stop pitching. If this is for a TV show, oh, which I think we could steal for when we pitch TV challenges. Okay, but it's it's called Who's Your Daddy, and people compete with their dog, and they have to t- they have to guess which of these dogs is their dog's father or mother. Oh, but it's so complicated. Like, how many times could you do this? How do you find the actual dogs? Like, you know what I mean? Like, what are you basing on? Is it, it's always going to be sort of a guess, like based on what they look like. Yeah. Like it, it's really fun, I think for one episode, but I, it's just in a crazy, and she's obsessed with this idea. She keeps being like, <laughs> when are we going to do who's your daddy? And it just feels really strange for my mom to be saying that to me. <laughs> what yeah. are we going to do? Who's your daddy? <laughs> so it's, I, and I don't know what to do. Cause I'm kind of like, mom, you look, it's a good idea. I think you're onto something there. I don't think that this is the thing that I need to take out. I know the host. I don't know how I would feel about my mom saying, "Who's your? Do you want to do? Who's your daddy? I don't want to do. When? When are we going to yeah, do? When hey, who's do your, who's daddy? your daddy? When are we going to do? <laughs> yes, that's a lot. Yeah. So I'm at a point where they're not even pitching me Joker's ideas. They're pitching me other TV show ideas. I think they're like, oh, the show's probably going to come to an end soon. So Casey needs another <laughs> show. Well, when the time comes, I know a mobile quarterback that's ready to host. Who's mm. your daddy? And that's Joe Gallo. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> that would be cool. All right. So I got to also call out this amazing run of backyard shrimp chews, downstairs celery dances, next door candy rodeos, and birthdays. <laughs> I had to write it down. I had to go back and because he, he says it so fast, I had yeah. to like keep rewinding. And so I could jot that down. So if you were <laughs> watching and you missed that or if it went too fast for you, it's backyard shrimp chews. Yep. Which sounds good. Yeah. Like I love a, a backyard shrimp chew. That sounds that sounds delicious. It, that's just a, that's not a competition. That's just a, a type of hangout, right? I think it's sort of like a, a clam bake. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes. I agree. And you know, like it's just at someone's house, but the whole neighborhood's invited. It's a backyard shrimp chew. And then yeah. this sounds kind of this sounds something interesting. Downstairs celery dances. <laughs> that's like very much like feels very speakeasy, maybe like, you know. Um, the uh, uh, like at, at a time where people couldn't drink, and they were like, "It's a downstairs celery dance." Like it's a ah, code. See? It's code for alcohol. Check this out. Yeah, that, that's a yeah. You come wet your whistle at the downstairs celery dance. It's all <laughs> no who cheer. Uh, right. Yeah, totally, one hundred percent. They yeah. pull a little uh, book on the bookcase, and the whole bar spins around. There's a player piano going off and some flappers showing their games again right. and they say stuff yeah. like don't be a chooch and tell the authorities <laughs> well, hold, i mean chooch to cooch is a very funny yeah. uh mispronunciation yeah, we'll, or, we'll, we'll get there yeah that's a, that's, oh, a, that's a that's a that's a call forward yes um all right so then i the, the other thing i want to say about this turn which was prince herbert versus joe was how joe and this guy were vibing so hard, like I said, like your friend, but <laughs> friend, they were like friend. looking at each other, vibing. They were loving them. They were like, I can't believe how crazy this other guy is, meaning Prince Herb. And then Prince Herb takes it. I think it's good to be a little nutty. Yeah. Work to his advantage. It did. I mean, again, like something like this, I, to be honest, there wasn't one that stood out that was worse or better than the other. I wonder like what that goes down to the how he, how you ended up picking one. But like you said, maybe you pick the, the nuttier one, the guy, someone that's just giving you a little bit more feedback, a little right. more talkative. The uh, the squeaky wheel gets the grease, so to speak. Yeah, I know. I think I, I think part of it is like, oh, who do you want to see, you know, as the face of this product or as a quote for this product? Sometimes you want the more outlandish one, right? Yeah. 
Absolutely. I do. I that, you know who does is a uh, former Boston College football player, Derek Rossi. That's what he wants. <laughs> he wants yes. Prince Herb. <laughs> um, all right. So that was that first turn. Prince Herb wins. He's moving on to the final round, which sometimes when I watch these things, I forget there's a final round. And when that yeah. happens, I'm like, I get so excited. I'm like, oh, wow, a third round. It gets me excited. So, but let's go to the second round. This is Murr versus Q. And I mean, Murr came in hot. Like he came in being like, like kissing up. Oh, big time. Like, uh, you know, I love this so much. I took off from work today. <laughs> but I love Q giving it back and just, well, this is my only job to get, right. the, get the sympathy right back. Totally. Yeah. Um, and then we get a, a, a quote for the ages, a well-endowed ghost. Yeah. That's something. You don't really think of them that way yeah you, you kind of think of them just cutting off at the waist like uh, not having yeah, and then they kind of trail off right when you draw a ghost yeah because yeah. not this one it'd be interesting like a, a typical ghost has like a really flowy kind of like uh yeah. vibe mm-hmm. so it's like flowy but then like you kind of see yeah. a bulge i guess through the <laughs> through the flowiness that's how i'm yeah. kind of picturing it and you're kind of like you, you like you don't see it all like for the full time you're just kind of like wait what did i just see what? Yeah, I, fans will, I'm sure, draw it. Draw a, a well-endowed ghost hanging out with Q. Yes, uh, I want to see That's what we want to see. Yeah, I want to see this. The two we of them together. Yeah. yeah, so just draw some pictures. Tweet at us, hashtag Joker's Podcast. No, 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 tweet Instagram so I can see it. Instagram yeah. at tweet Shea Instagram. Star Child. Tweet Instagram at Shea <laughs> tweet Star Instagram. Child. A well-endowed ghost hanging out with Q. Maybe they could be doing the pottery thing like in the movie Ghost. So at this point, when I was watching this turn, I realized that this was my mark of the episode. Yes. Yeah. I mean, she's great. She is, in my opinion, a quintessential New York woman. Like that is who I grew up with. Uh-huh. She reminds me of Sal's sister. And okay. it's, it's amazing that Sal like loves her so much. Right. It reminds me of Jenna. Oh, yeah. yeah like, is a, Jenna the one that Mer married? Yes. Okay. I can see that. I can and, see and, that. You know, Jenna's really nice on TV and stuff. And she's, I'm not saying she's not nice, but she's like, when she gets to just like talk, you know what I mean? And like, she's not like, oh, I'm on camera. This yeah. is, this is who she is. She's really sweet and like nice like this. And like, I, I, there's something about it. It's like a New York thing. I, you know, it's hard to tell from like when she's been on the show, but like she has this like great accent. Yeah. And I think that there was something there. There was, there was a, there was a volcano-esque quality. <laughs> and you know what? She picked Murray. So there's still that connection. Mm. Ah, very nice. Yeah. I have to say, Nyla, to me, she's my mark of the episode because she was feeling and looking how I want to feel every day, all day. Wow. I actually think that's why Prince Herb picked her. Oh, yeah? I think I think me and Prince Herb were on the same like wavelength of thinking of where she was at that particular moment in time or what she was doing right before she came to us. <laughs> Beautiful. I got you. She was really like into any idea. You throw something out there and she was just rolling with it. She like yeah. you could say the craziest thing and she was like, Yep, uh-huh. This is how it could work. Alan Which, Wrench. You know, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, why why would it not? Yeah, you're on the job, you need a snack, it's great. You need yeah, that. Uh, Nyla was uh she was fantastic. Yeah. So wow, two to one for the mark of the episode. So that's a, a KO on uh the heavyweight Derek Rossi. He's out. Mm. <laughs> Nyla's the champ. But yeah, I, I thought she was fantastic. If there if there was like ever a Mark prom, I feel like they would have been the king and queen. Mm. Interesting. That. Yeah. That's interesting. So, wow. That's really that's, I wish we did that a lot. We have to organize that, I think, at some point. A Mark prom. A, a Mark prom. I just like yeah. the name of that. A Mark prom. Very weird. <laughs> It'd be bizarre. <laughs> the last line from that turn that I really loved that is you're gonna wish you were uncircumcised as the slogan. 
<laughs> what was the product again? Chips? Yeah. Chips. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you think that when you're having them. I, I want to know what a key party is, though. Oh, interesting. Okay. I need to know. I need, I need more. I feel like a key party is like a, a white thing that you guys do. I, I need more. <laughs> I need to know Don't more. Don't throw this on. <laughs> I, I mean, first of you're all, yes, but right. not us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Accurate. I, I want to join in is all I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's it's definitely like of an era. I don't know. I think if, it's from the 70s, I want to say. Like 60s or 70s, like a little bit more free love and then maybe uh, disco related after parties. But yeah, it was like you put the keys in the bowl and whoever you get, whoever keys you get, you you end up going and hooking up with. It's a so swingers thing. thing. Yeah. I, think, I thought he really made this up. Wow. I mean, we do make a lot up on the show, so that is more than fair. Like uh, whatever, downstairs totally. celery. Uh, sucks oh, yeah. or whatever they were. Yes, yeah, which might be dance. term for a key party. Yeah, uh, downstairs. <laughs> yeah, down, a downstairs celery dance. I mean, that sounds like That's I'm going downstairs party. to get that you know well endowed celery dance. Celery. Yeah. Say, no, I came here for the hooch. <laughs> That's what they were, kids. So, and then the, the final here, uh, you get you get the herb. You got the herb versus the myrrh. And you get yeah. the myrrh. You know, <laughs> Murray did a, he he's killing me man his delivery on things throughout and he does it again the next challenge the life hacks he has to deliver a really cringeworthy she nasty out on the floor mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. and he does it with a plum it's fantastic his delivery this year is just off the charts to me and this uh, this, this yeah. mark is actually like you know is in contention in contention in yeah for like the mark of the episode like she definitely like was is the best mark for this challenge because I think she gives the best like reactions to everything. And, you know, the other two almost are too easygoing, which you want a little bit of this mark was very much like what, like the double take at the end, like the, just, <laughs> just, just to give an example of when they say like a thousand doubles, a monkey's fist, like she's, she's just like in shock yep. over what just happened. And then Cole coming in at the perfect moment, just barging into the room was great. Yeah. It was fantastic. Yeah. I love it. Great challenge. Uh, and uh, I'm not yeah. done yet, though, because I, w- I know I went to the end, but we got to talk about a lot of things here. OK, oh, what do you got when Prince Herb has to m- mention that long word at the top and then just comes up with I have a I have a friend that has a tattoo of that word. Like what an insane specific in order like to, you know, because that is something that would lock it into your mind. True. You know, he, yeah. he it makes it so much more plausible or something. Yeah. It's it's bizarre. And then. The cooch bait. Yeah. I mean, I'm or, sorry. The chooch. Sorry. <laughs> the chooch. Chooch. I wrote it down and I said it wrong too. I don't know how to spell that word. I wrote it first. I wrote C-H-U apostrophe C-H like chooch. And yeah. then I wrote C-H-O-O-C-H. But that yeah. got me back to cooch. Yeah. That's how I would spell it too. And it's probably how it was spelt when Murray slipped up and said cooch bait. Chooch. Uh, but yeah, because chooch it, is like a donkey. Oh, it is. Yeah. Chooch. Um, Look at this yeah, chooch. It's yeah, great. It's, it's like, a great word. I haven't heard it in so long. Yeah, it's like an Italian American slang, right? I think it's chooch. Chooch is short, some abbreviated form of donkey. I think it feels wrong, uh, and I like that. It does. Yeah, it was great. I love this challenge. I hope we play it again next season. It's such a it's such a fun one. Okay, then uh, there's that line there that's like just making fun of Joe, like describing Joe's gray hair and stuff. That was interesting. Yeah. He just wrote Fun. it in there for Sal, or sorry, the Herb wrote it in there for Murray to say. And Joe's just catching strays in the BTS. It was really funny. Love it. <laughs> um, I also really like that 
it, I, you know, it's an aphrodisiac and I never get turned on anymore. What a fun way to play with, <laughs> like, like what a fun way to, to paint a character that is Prince Herb that yeah. has to be like, I never get turned on anymore. <laughs> and he, he says it in such like a matter of fact way. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. It's wonderful. But then, yeah, Murr takes it over the Prince. No complaints there. I mean, you know, he, he's great at giving feedback. He's always good when we do log lines and stuff too. He's got a real, uh, marketing type quality to him, which I guess is what you want in, in this specific challenge. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Um, and then now moving on to this next challenge, I also want to say that I think, you know, this episode, it feels thick. It feels like a, a THICC thick episode. There's a lot. 100% agree. This is, I think this is my favorite episode of the season so far in all 16 episodes that we've oh. seen. Yeah. Uh, I love both the challenges I love the punishment so much. Yeah. A lot to get through in there, but definitely a personal favorite. I think the last couple maybe had like some interesting things where it was just one turn or somebody lost like quickly without the other. And I think sometimes people are like, wait, I want more jokers. And it's the same amount of time, but I understand. I can understand that. And we, you know, we heard your calls. We heard, we got your, we got your, uh, your thoughts and we came back with an extra thick episode for you. Yeah. Because Um, we're coming in this second challenge. You're getting a PowerPoint bit. Come Those on. They're always dense. Oh, yeah. <laughs> always good jokes in the PowerPoints. Love That's them. right. Such as uh, Murr is Joe's biggest success. <laughs> yeah. What was that? Joe Murray and James Gatto out yeah. there. Yep. Uh, love which, that little joke to just try to see who takes which name. To, <laughs> do I want my what? first name or do I want my last name? Right. That's that's interesting. Right. Yeah, exactly. So I think they kept their first names and lost their last names there. Um, and then but then, shout- yeah to uh joan bergio for throwing a bunch of different uh food in his toilet we ended up settling on a grapefruit uh but the first version of this uh we did with the guys what did he throw in was it it was something onions onions and the the onions didn't pop because there were white onions yeah and and the guys are like uh yeah let's go in and uh, try some other stuff then he tried i think an orange at first and the orange almost went down and got sucked into the toilet when he flushed Oh, really? Uh, yeah, I remember that. Like, we were nervous about that, but I thought it didn't happen. I thought I thought it was a navel. It was a grapefruit. I thought it was a navel orange. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, it was. So he came back with the bigger orange, right? Yeah. Okay. That's what if I can remember correctly. But it's interesting because it's Joe and Bergio's toilet, but John Escrabus's dog, Willow, (laughs) who's like in the next shot and how a toilet bowl is cleaner than a dog's mouth which is a really fun line because you always hear that thing that's like a dog's mouth is cleaner than a human's you know but it's like i don't know if that's even true but then to say a toilet toilet was cleaner than a dog's mouth it's (laughs) cleanest place on earth somehow that's a life hack (laughs) yeah yeah i mean it's such a funny topic presentation too uh i remember when the guys picked like we're coming up with it they're like let's do one that's called life hacks loopholes and cheats right We'll we'll just each do a presentation on different loopholes and cheats and life hacks that you can make up. So yeah, that that's what this one was. But I love them pimping Joe and Murr into uh, telling some lies that they've told in mm-hmm. real life in this next slide, the Abe Link slide. Mm-hmm. And Gatto just straight up being like, "I lied, saying I was having a fun time with my kids." Yeah, <laughs> I buy that. And Murray, by the way, when he said I lied about holding on to a gift my friend got me five to six years ago. He's talking about the flute, right? That he didn't hold on to from the... Uh, yeah. He just got punished and he had to do that Miranda Jones uh, playing yeah. the flute. That I was like... We was. filmed this afterwards, I, I believe. And he was talking... Like, that was a kind of a reference uh, to that flute, which 
Gatto got him like five or six years ago and he said he kept it. Yep. I believe he didn't take it with him on his move. Yeah, that makes sense. I liked also you could buy dirty stuff like with a like if you get a greeting card of like sorry for your loss. Yeah. I believe that to be a pretty good hack actually. That was a good one. Then uh, I love this prank that you could do to your friends at home. Mm-hmm. Take their phone, change the language to Japanese and <laughs> just watch funny. them try to figure out how to change it back. It's really hard. It's pretty fun. Uh, if you, unless you know how to do it, it's like really hard to navigate back because even that thing of going to settings, general, blah, 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 it's all in Japanese and you can't read it at all. And uh, the slide that Murray had to read, it basically said something like, uh, you know, listen to books in another language to help learn, uh, like immerse yourself in the language. And then the last thing it said, like, we are morons. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I want to, you know, yeah. it's fun. It, there's definitely like, you know, Japanese speaking and reading people that are going to like like that slide and they they get a little easter egg yeah that most people don't get unless they listen to this podcast and it's also whatever google translate yeah. said whatever sure. we typed in uh in in english and then the google translate said this is how you said it in japanese so who knows i also would like to see uh, like that come back or mer having to make up what another language says in front of people that don't know the language yeah. is pretty funny because he was bad at it. I thought he'd be better, but I think he was just unprepared, <laughs> but having to just like be confident yeah. through something that's not the language at all is pretty fun. Yeah. And then I also like that Joe was like, Oh, you're not going to do your phone. And he was like, one phone's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the pick swap at the end, it was fantastic. Yeah. That that was a me and Jonna c- collaboration. She, um she had the idea and she started it and I was like, send me the photos. And I had to like, do a little Photoshop on the photo swap. It's so weird. It's so weird watching Joe's mm-hmm. hand around yeah. Melissa in the picture. You know, Joe's hand, quote unquote, around Melissa. It's yeah, so it's funny. pretty good. It came out yeah. pretty good. You know, I was happy with it. It took it took me a good 15 minutes. <laughs> and that's <Yeah>. TV, baby. <laughs> came out good. They lost mm-hmm. the turn, I believe. But it came out. Uh, and then Brian yeah. and Prince. <laughs> the Herb. And the queue saving 90 bucks at Red Lobster at the seafood feast, their $900 seafood feast at Red Lobster. Also, out the gate with check yeah. a neighbor's mailbox for coupons and samples. Like, just that idea out the <laughs> yeah, gate box. is like a fully illegal thing. It's a, a life hack. Yeah. Pretend to be a disabled yeah. senior, also. Yeah. I mean, these are some things, uh, these are some life hacks that, you know, save Dort money. A combination of that or or <laughs> it's so funny that these are things that like have been going on since season one or the first time we made PowerPoint as we're like working on the PowerPoint, like a like a legit like trying to just put in the things that we want to put in some some somebody will mistype something and like save yeah. that money or there was going to be that money. And then someone goes Dort and then we just laugh and then it yeah. stays in there. That's exactly how it works with like the guys and then Murr's like dying laughing at the idea of, of Q and Prince saying save Dort money. And it's just like, that's, that's how it happens. And then like, I, love it. I like that they even went to the next slide. Cause they were like, well, this must have its own slide. Nope. It's just, yeah, it's just save Dort money. Uh, it's great. Yeah. I mean, a lot of great ideas in here. I feel like this next one too, spray paint, like a TCBY container gold, go in and claim that you have a lifetime yeah. of free yogurt that you won in the nineties. Well, before this 16 year old was even born that's, that's serving great. you and see if you can get free Froyo. I feel like that would work. I think right? so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You go in with confidence. 
a gold container, who's going to stop you? I definitely think I think it's like plausible. I, think I'm I would if I were that kid, yeah. if I was like 16 working there, I'd be like, yeah, yes, it makes sense um, to me. Granted, you might end up having gold spray paint in your froyo yeah. if you don't let it. If you don't let it cure, do that, please. <laughs> Got to let it cure. Then Ganja Weasel 69. Uh, we've been trying to get that in for a while. We were told several times that we can't put on email addresses because if they if they're real, <laughs> there's like a legal issue. I don't know what the loophole was here by using Phoenix. And then at Gmail. So yeah, it was president uh, at Gmail. So that was our end. other thing. President yeah, between, the, between the two. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. Ganja Weasel 69 is something we loved so much. Oh, I think the original was Ganja yeah. Weasel 69 at harvard.edu. It definitely was. I think that made it into like a dating profile Did we get that or something on? somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> the things that were very helpful to him in college it was great. I loved it. And then, and then the friend this you, real, the friend menu. This is real. So Casey? this is a real thing that I have a group of friends from Staten Island, you know, guys I went to Farrell High School with were my age. Yes. And we all talk about the friend you. And this works out for like for real. Like I have, I have this dentist is my dentist, Ryan, who when I didn't have health insurance hooked it up. And my dentist yeah, too. Great yeah, guy. That's right. I and mean, he's hooking it up for everyone. And, you know, I have a friend who's like a lawyer who's helped me with like looking over like documents or a lease or something, you know, and like yep. part of the friend you and I try to like hook them up with something like, you know, in my world or have them come to set or I don't know, like if I can do something, you're, I don't, you're there for like when they have to do like a best man yeah. speech or something They're like, Hey, can you take a look at, I this? don't yeah. offer much on the friend you I'll be honest, but I think they just want to help the friend menu. And then I love that sounds real barber. That's our, yeah, that's our, that's our guy, Max. So I took that photo yeah. and, uh, because we go to the same barber and, uh, yeah, and that's, that's Max Zoda. And that's I think in the sad. long cut, it's, you see that he says men's best haircut. There's two locations in Brooklyn. Okay. But um, yeah, but yeah, I think I, so if you didn't get that, it's men's best haircut. His name is Max Zoda. Hit him up. He's the best. Great. We do pay for our haircuts though. We should say that we, we pay for our haircuts. Good. And they're great haircuts. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Both you, you and the herb. Iconical haircuts. So Max does a good job. Yeah. That's going to get him business. If now they know that he does your hair, you got wonderful well, hair. See, that's now gonna, only the people listening know that. That's I've been with Max like so long. Like I, I, people are like, even when you were just like, oh, that's Sal's barber. I'm like, that's my barber that I loaned <laughs> to Sal. I'm like very territorial. I was going to say, don't all of you guys go? Yeah. Q's, Q's gone. Joan Bergio has gone. Yeah. I, I, I mean, there's other people I want to, because if I post about them, other people will go. But yeah, in, in terms of that, our world, it's really, I think, yeah. just the four of us. Just the four? Okay. Yeah. And then. You know, we got a loser here. It's Joe. I love a Joe punishment. And this one is probably top, right? It's top five, of, Joe. I love it so much. I mean, I love a naked Joe in the intro behind the thing. You don't know what he's going to wear. Uh, Joe in a costume is is just, you, you got to, you know, and this is better than just he's walking around the park showing people his costume. Like he's in front of people. He doesn't know what it is. He introduces himself as Joe Monarchy, <laughs> which Monarchy is and I don't know if I'm even saying it right, is an antiquated term for puberty. Oh, I believe or menstruation. Let me let me look that up. So I'm not wow. giving the I didn't wrong even know that information here. Uh, I thought it was like a malarkey. No, like with men. Okay, yeah, sorry. Monarchy is the first menstrual period of a girl or a woman, according of course it to is. Uh, Miriam. Wait a minute, how did I know that? I think it's old, like it's like a term they used. Uh, and the old downstairs celery romps or whatever. Yeah. Not not a 2021 term. <laughs> Joe Monarchy starting out in there. And then I love Cindy has left, so I must go it alone. 
yeah as the reason why he's got to wear this ridiculous costume there's so this is this is a thick punishment in that there's a lot of really fun lines just the female body let's enter it you know (sighs) we went back and forth on how to do that one too i mean to go over this powerpoint with the guys took forever right in part because we were dying laughing at so much of it and a lot of it was really blue and couldn't make it on tv and we had to cut it and like change it and like you know make it so it was like able to get on uh but it was just like it, it turned into like again just like middle schoolers in the back of a health class of like all the comedy producers and the jokers just coming up with all these dumb things we can make joe do yeah um including a thing we made him do that didn't make the cut uh-huh but he did it in real life yep there's a 10 minute song that joe had to get through that was to the tune of hello my baby hello my honey yep like you know like that old like michigan j frog song he sang a song that went on for 10 minutes to that tune on this day and none of it's in the cut yep it, i think in part because of he had the other singing punishment that ended up coming into this season but there was some really funny lyrics in there that Joey G had to sing. Joey G. Yeah. I mean, it was uh, Joey M in this one, but um, oh, yeah, Joey M of course. Yeah. I, I, I remember when we were going through it, I mean, there's, we had to write so many lyrics. There was a lot. There was a, I mean, I just remember it was like, hello, my body, my changing body. Hello, my breast down there was the start <laughs> of it. And then there's another, you know, nine minutes and 50 seconds. So I can't remember all of them. But yeah, I don't know. Hopefully that finds a light of day somewhere, either in an after party. Or- yeah. Oh, yeah. I should definitely go to after party. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's. We also have footage of of like Joe and Jana singing it too, right? Uh, Joe and Bergio. Yeah. Actually. Sorry. And ja- yeah, and Jana singing it in the in the producer's room back before COVID when we were singing. That's how it, long. Like- yeah. Like I said, like we've been wanting this for so long. Yeah. The, the demo track that we sent out. Uh, to the uh to the other guys yeah it it's great and all like will thaxton and donye and the team making this costume was fantastic there's so many different like versions of it and like when they finally got it right it, what, joe's pregnant in there in this too which i think is kind of like an easter egg right if you look yeah. it's like a little baby on his stomach and then of course they loved 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 when he turns around and i'm pretty sure we're blurring it on tv we did yeah yeah I had to blur it when he's got the uh, the male genitalia, I like it blurred. I think I like it. I like blurred it blurred better. It's funnier. Yeah, you're not missing much. It looks like what you think it looks like. It's a <laughs> health class uh, male genitalia on the back. Just yeah. so many bad things in this, like you know, body hair. Take care of it. Burn it. You know, yeah. just get rid of it. Um, so good. You know, like nippiolas. <laughs> lumpy dumpies like you know what i mean there's like so many things that like are, uh, just alone just the presentation alone is pretty good but the fact that he's also wearing this insane suit we had so much fun coming up with the dumb questions kids would ask oh yeah, yeah. and like one of them was like, kid being like i heard you can't get pregnant if you have braces right <laughs> and it's like false although statistically women with braces get pregnant less often <clears throat> yep. uh the only surefire way to not get pregnant is with a jimmy cap or Jimmy, Jimmy, hat. Jimmy hat, which I attribute to you. You brought this in, right? Yeah. Well, when your name, your nickname can be Jimmy, you know, the term Jimmy hat always sticks out uh, in your mind. And yeah. we, there was a slide that got cut that was what a Jimmy hat is. Like, what's the difference between a Jimmy hat and a condom that couldn't make TV? <laughs> I was talking about how a Jimmy hat can only be affixed orally 
by the partner. Oh, yeah. And then, <laughs> kind of- I remember Prince Herb being like, wait, is that true? And you have to be like, no, I just made that up. <laughs> We're just like, yeah, it's like there's condoms and anybody can put on a condom, but Jimmy hats can only be put on by the partner orally. <laughs> <laughs> it's so insane. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we we also like, it's funny, like right before we we're going to start, I remember it was like, when will my perfect breast stop growing? And there was a whole other answer there. <laughs> and then I think like Mur or someone or, or Prince Her was just like, Feb, just put Feb. It's uh, so good. I love the haunches thing case. I believe yeah. you've, you were pitching the haunches with the, the little girl falling down the hill and the, the woman strolling down the hill. Just I believe like, that's, yeah. is that a Zaluga child? No, 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 no. That's just a, oh, uh, it's just like a stock image. Stock image. Yeah. Because I remember he was going to do something in this, like to show a kid asking a question or something. So I, I got confused. I didn't think it was, but yeah, I, yeah, I loved, I love the idea of like haunches and the steep embankment. Like, yeah, you know, talking it's so, about women like a horse. Like a horse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what guys do. There were 39 wow. total stanzas to the song. Here's, here's another verse from Joe's Changing Body song. Inside my body, it's like a lobby, organs shifting around, things moving to and fro, changes above and below. <laughs> Hormones within me can make me wacky. I'm full of estrogen. Now I'm a real woman. That's when the fun begins. I'm assuming his voice also went as low as yours did on those those last <laughs> lines. Are real? That's low. That's like. Oh, here's actually. I'll text this one to you. You want to take this one, Shay or Case? Um, yeah, sure. Um, I'll take this one for now, Shay, and you get the next <laughs> one. You got it. <clears throat> Out from my ovaries, hormones are flowing. They can cause big mood swings. Now I can bear children. A few of my favorite things. <laughs> you got really want me to sing. This is this is you now. Yeah, what is this? Um, changes are coming, changes are coming. I'm afraid but brave. Wish I could live in a cave. Hormones are huh? Hormones are are a tidal wave. I should become a <laughs> I should be a singer. I think you I should. think so. I've never I heard I don't know singer. if I've ever heard you sing, Shaq. Changes <laughs> are coming, changes are yeah, Sam. There you go. That's cute. I'm, I'm gonna be a singer. I love it. I think I like I like that. Shay, you should I'd like to hear you sing more. I feel like we should we should figure out a way like a on the podcast you just you know you have a song every episode or something. I think we should work that out. <laughs> have you have you had any training? Like I, I did you ever sing in your life? I can't sing worth a damn. <laughs> I know that's that's so interesting. It's amazing. I love it. I loved yeah. hearing you sing a little bit. We got to go we got to do karaoke. I got to hear you there. Yes, let's do a karaoke, please. We'll do a whole karaoke episode for the Patreon, <laughs> which we don't have. <laughs> you had another one? Uh, all right. Hello, my labia. Hello, my vulva. Hello, my vestibule. Cervix goes up in there under my underwear. This is in the 30s. That's uh, <laughs> in the 30th lyric. <laughs> so that's around minute eight of the song. So, yeah, I can see why I got cut. <laughs> <laughs> he did it, though. It's going to be somewhere. We have the footage. After party. Yeah. After party. Make Fatone do it. Yeah. Put Fatone in the seat. Yes. Make Fatone sing. I'm with it. Oh, yeah. I mean, geez. That'd be. Yes. This could be a hit. Yes. <laughs> beautiful voice. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. 
Yeah. And then this, this ending of just like having to, you know, take it to Connecticut, but like, if that goes badly, New Hampshire, yeah, you know, take the, take the ferry or whatever he says. And then he, if it goes bad there, flee to Canada. It. <laughs> uh, it was great. I love a good Q and a ending. Yeah. Of just why, why are you doing this? <laughs> are you going to be the one in the suit? All of that stuff too, which is ass. I know not all of it made it into the show, but yeah, that the ending that we did show of like, yeah, he's just, you know, then I take it, I take it right up to Canada. I got up out of here. And then, yeah, it's a, it's a based on a Canadian show or whatever. It was great. I love it. I love Slim Good Body. Who, again, real person. You can check out YouTube, look up Slim Good Body and uh, see how we really used to teach kids about monarchy back in the 80s. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy, huh? Yeah. But this was um, a fun one. I mean, like, you know, I, I, I kind of feel like, so we have one more left for the season we have one more left in this batch oh right right. we're going to be doing another one next week and then we have nine more Mm. oh yeah yeah of course but this is the last this is one more before a short break but what i i kind of think that this is this would be a this would have been a good ender so i'm i'm just curious i'm excited for next week's episode is what i'm saying yeah it's a good one can't wait to can't wait to talk about it next week it's gonna be fun i'm pumped um well that'll that's a wrap on us today Love talking to you guys. Love talking to you. Love learning about the female body. Yeah. We're an educational program. I learned so much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel less of a chooch now. <laughs> you know? I know where my boobs are going to be when I get a little older. I can't wait. Yeah. I might even, to celebrate, I might go hide and seek in a pantry and eat dry pastas. <laughs> um, you know? Who knows? Yeah. I might just spend a thousand dobbles or a monkey's fist. Yeah. And uh, and make sure you don't have any of that hyperzerbidome or whatever Sal had to talk about. <laughs> That's right. And remember to save Dort money. Thanks, guys. Bye. Peace out. The official Podcast.